0: Welcome to our Making History Parenting Podcast.
1: In this episode you'll hear the second part of our series on social media as we wrap up our conversation with Jenny Black. Jenny is a licensed marriage and family therapist who specializes in training and education about how mental health is impacted by our use of media.
0: Yes, in the first episode, incredible contact mm-hmm. uh, content. We're mm-hmm. excited for you to to listen to this episode because today's conversation focuses on the addictive nature of social media and we will also hear from Jenny's thoughts on the role parents play in their kids' relationship with technology. So let's jump in. Let's say, let's just take this year. I know that we go back years, but this year specifically with COVID and um, how has, you know, the events of 2020 enhanced and changed these, the use of social media, the, you know, the the, the addictive nature of it, those kind of things.
1: Oh, my goodness. I have, I, have, I don't know the truth I just have lots of opinions. (laughs) Um, So one of my favorite ways to view social media, but even more specifically the way that we use technology, is that it has really pre-COVID become a god. It has been our...
0: thats our idol.
1: Our solution to all problems. Yeah. And um, it's one solution to all problems, and that is... That's a religion. That's a religion. And having, I think I'm sure you guys probably feel the same way as I did at the beginning of social isolation. There was this like, wait, wait, could we slow down? Could we yeah, yeah, yeah. you know could we play games again? Yeah could we Could we do puzzles together? And finish them, <laughs> eat dinner, and right? All Actually together? cook a meal. So there was this like kind of awakening of wait a second. I love my life, and I actually might have time to live my life yeah. right now. And um, I, I'm very disturbed by the way when 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 and how we have decided that we need to reenter life with COVID. That technology has become the only solution to it. Mm where I'm thrilled. I have had some of the most amazing Zoom sessions in the world. I'm so thankful to be able to see clients virtually. I'm not at all complaining about the great ways, you know, that we've been able to use it. Um, However, I think specifically when we're talking about these phases of developments and what kids are developing, screens should be the last answer. It, It should be the end, like, yeah, it could be in there, but let it be like the 20th or mm-hmm. 50th way that we solve this problem
2: mm-hmm.
1: instead of the first, uh, because I really believe it's creating... Well, I added a definition of media trauma during this year, so maybe we should do that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. be great.
1: So, okay, so the handout that you guys are going to have access to, it's just some things to um, talk about, not not necessarily your kid in social media, but basically what can you do to protect your child from media trauma, the trauma caused by media use. And um, so there are five definitions of media trauma. The first one is a traumatic experience that happened through media. So I'm sure you guys have had stories of that. They're mm-hmm. just very, it's usually- Absolutely. Yep. Usually when I say the word media trauma, that's what people think of. Yep. Oh, something traumatic happened to them. You know, yep. pictures got sent around to their high school or something yes. like that. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, we're living in that. I feel like in ministry to middle school and high schoolers, I mean, this is, this is it. We, there's not a, man, there's there's really not weeks that go by where we don't hear about an event that happened mm-hmm. where a parent has to step into that conversation that they never wanted to step into yeah. in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's a really difficult conversation to have. And um, it's the picture that was sent around. It's they said this on social media. Yep. Then they had this consequence of it because of their school got involved. Like, it's, it's, uh, it's overwhelming, right? And it's literally, I mean, we have this conversation a lot with parents. What, yes.
1: One of my students said, if, if I get drunk and I, like, don't drive you know, whatever, like the worst thing that's going to happen is I have a hangover the next day. Mm-hmm. Right. He said, I am one click away from ruining my life that's right. every yeah. single day. So there's, there are these things that we think of as dangerous for kids, the ease to which it it is, can just be devastating. So that was the first definition. Um, the second one is an addictive, an addictive Addiction to personal media that impairs your relationships, your work, mm-hmm. and your ability to play. And of course, when I'm talking about that, I mean
2: in your real life. And I think you even mentioned that earlier. You're all sitting in a room or standing in a room with friends, and everyone's looking down at their phone, and maybe one person looks up, and no one's there to meet their eye or to engage in any conversation.
0: Go to any store. Wait in line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's that addictive nature. I've got to. I can't just sit here and look around. I've got to reach to my yep. back pocket. I got to pull out. Got to check whatever's going on. I, it's really not important as long as I'm scrolling. Uh, it's 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 fine. You go to um, go to restaurants and you see families looking at their cell phone. Um, is that because? And this is a great conversation to have too. Is that uh, we are just ran out of conversation? We just don't. Right, right. We right. just we just don't know what to ask. You know, we just would rather get on our phones and look at the rest of the world and what they're doing and not really participate. What is that? You know what I mean?
1: Okay, so when I'm on my phone, one of my friends has said she would write a children's book about this, like to teach little kids this. When I'm on my phone, I cannot see, I cannot feel, I cannot hear. How many of y'all have experienced oh, yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, oh, you were talking to me? Yo. Oh, like a tornado <laughs> came through the building?
0: It's so true. So
1: it really is, and this is part of the real world versus virtual world conversation. They do now have scientific proof that we actually dissociate from our bodies when we're on our screens. Wow. So how many times have you like gotten off of whatever and realized I have to pee so bad I'm about to die, yeah. <laughs> or I am absolutely starving, or yep. it's these like so you actually cannot feel what the physical sensations in your body, which is why they're a really great pacifier. Yes, I was just thinking. So you're, also teaching your baby to not feel their physical sensations. Mm. So, okay. So if that, what that addiction is, is I now don't have any tolerance for feelings because Mm. I didn't have to ride the waves of boredom, anger, impatience, all those things that we used to have to deal with when we didn't pull out our phones to get us through the line at TJ Maxx. So, um... That becomes a problem when all of a sudden I can't work through an issue in a relationship yep. or or I'm not focused at work is such a huge deal. That's another one of my favorite, productivity and mm-hmm. the work that you do every day. Um, and then obviously your ability to play outside of being entertained is a huge human need, like just essential human. So it it is trauma when you don't have access, when that addiction keeps you from being able to live, grow, thrive the way that you were made to. That's good. The third one is neglect of self or others because of a misuse of personal media. Mm. So this is why I always, always, always ask parents or caregivers to do their own work um, before worrying about their kids or their teenagers.
0: That's good. And, and even to, um, to any adult that's out there, if you have your cell phone by your bed, Right. The first thing, it says neglect of self. Um, Instead of getting out of bed to kind of start out your day in the right way, we tend to start out our day with a scroll through social media, Mm -hmm. right? Or scroll through our our phones.
1: So good. So good. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for reminding me. Neglecting yourself. That's so real. And neglecting what your real needs are. Yeah. I'm really hungry. I really need rest. I really need a conversation. Yeah. And then the fourth one is an interruption of human development because of a misuse of personal media. And that's what we just, so everything we just did was basically the fourth definition of media trauma. Okay. So that child did not get an opportunity to master that phase of development because technology entered at a wrong time or mm-hmm. um, misused. Mm. And, and then it, it is really important, I, I think I said this at one point in our conversation, but that normal and healthy are not the same thing. You cannot look at how other kids are, or families are using technology and say, well, that's normal. Everybody's doing that. You can say that, and it would be true, but that is not healthy. So just because it's normal does not mean it's healthy. And um, the ways that we're seeing technology be used through child development is we're, we're going to be suffer, suffering the consequences of that for a very, very, very mm. long time. Mm. And then the fifth one that I added after COVID is compromised physical, mental, or emotional wellness as a result of screen requirements from school or work.
0: Mm.
1: So back to, yes, you had to be on your screen for yep. eight hours for school. Well, that is very if your body had to dissociate from itself you had to sit in a certain way you weren't yep. getting to use all of your senses you're not getting to take breaks the way that you need to or be outside that your body will experience that as trauma
0: yeah wow that's good because we have this even in the season we've had this idea of screen fatigue right and especially in the early parts where Amen. we were, yeah. zoom meetings I'm talking specifically adults but kids are experiencing some of the same things same things but but if you're ex- the fatigue. Um, yeah, that's school. But if you're taking a break by going on another screen. Right. Then that really enhance that really elevates mm-hmm. this idea of what mm-hmm. we're, we the whole conversation that we're having today. It's really even makes it worse. Right. Yep.
1: Well, and you're, you're speaking to something that I also believe is going to be an important conversation. And that is that we're all guinea pigs in this. And it's only the humans who are going to have to say, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Like the students are going to have to tell the colleges, we can't do this. Employees right. are going to have to tell their employees, this, this is not humane. And if we just all keep going along with it thinking, I guess it doesn't matter that I have scoliosis now and you know, my family's suffering from severe depression and Mm -hmm. whatever, because this is what we have to do. Like, we still are in charge. (laughs) Yes, We get to say, you know, what's acceptable and not acceptable.
0: Now, um, this is such a good conversation. Now, I think every parent listening to this is going to want to know, when do I let my kids have social media? Like, (laughs) what is the the secret? I mean,
1: I, I would say as long as you, if you're still in charge... Then never ever ever let them have social media. The problem exists. Like, and, and I'm saying, like, if you have a relationship with your kid where you say no and they won't get it, then you do that. Yeah. Like, it's it's I I've, I've been likening it to, um, it's like not, it's like Neverland, like Michael Jackson's like amazing place where mm-hmm. kids were getting abused, mm. and so it's that is social media. It is. It, it all. I, I was telling my son, all the great things about social media that we could talk about are the reason we're having this conversation. Mm. There are positive, you know, there are payoffs, let me say it that way. Yeah. There are payoffs, and those payoffs keep us from acknowledging how detrimental the harms are. And so this is the big, this is the dilemma. And I, I don't know how we're going to stop it or what we're going to do to stop it or whose job it is to stop it if it's not ours. Um, and that is, it's really, really dangerous. Yeah. And so today for your child to enter into that, you want to have them like, how equipped are they to be in a dangerous place? Yeah. And yet- they might have to enter it whether they want to or you want to because of the constructs of society right yep. now. So I would say, I, I'm hoping, my biggest hope is that social media will get dismantled, that um, that there were, it will be illegal for a child to have access to the Internet, mm. and, um, and that we will change. Like We will not be having this conversation. Oh, yeah. here's my other one. It's an emotional Hunger Games. When you're ready to send your kid to an emotional Hunger Games, <laughs> that's when you want to do it. And that's if good, they have to go, if they have to go, then you, you've got to be by their side and yeah. in their corner. And you've got to know they are going to be handling some hard stuff. And you've got to be open and ready for them to process.
0: That's yep. good, and, and and again, I go back to this social social dilemma um, documentary, and the, the even the creators of this this stuff, just know how the addictive nature of it, and know know what it could do, specifically to the next generation. That's why they don't let their kids have it. Um, mm-hmm. But but the guy who created the like button, mm-hmm. he was like. I'm doing this because I want to see positivity in the mm-hmm. world because I'm seeing so much negativity. So he created, that's innocent. That's like a guy who's like, we're going to do some good in the world. Yeah. And what he noticed is that light button created way, created serious problems on comparison and depression and anxiety that led to all those things. And, he's, and, and can you imagine? And so it, again, that it was intentionally meant to be, hey, this is a good thing, but what we're learning mm-hmm. from it Um, with the years, with living with it, is it really, um, especially younger you get, you know, and I think that question is, is also, I love your answer to it, you know, Um, and that question of, we just went covered um, all those stages of development, and if you keep going down, that only affects that identity, um, what they're struggling with in the first place.
2: Yeah, and I think when you said, okay, when and if maybe it's inevitable and they have to be exposed at something they're doing. Maybe it's like you said, for school or work in their future. I have um, interacted with families and parents who I feel like maybe because they had to do it, they did their best to do it well. And what I've continued to observe is the ones that I feel like did it well were the ones very involved. It was we kind of create this together. Yeah. We both mm-hmm. are on it. Like mm-hmm. you said, maybe I'm right there next to you. Maybe we both check it at the end of every day. Um, yeah. Maybe there's a basket. I put it in between these hours. Uh, maybe it's viewed as, as, you know, again, like a partnership as opposed to you're flung into mm-hmm. it. You're journeying yes. through this by yourself. And well, you're going to get in
1: trouble for whatever yes. you do there, even yeah. though you didn't ask for it. So, okay. That made me think. Well, one thing is the the verse that says um, what the, basically what the enemy used to destroy you, God mm-hmm. will use to prosper you. Mm-hmm. I have been, you know, trying as I might to see what God's gifts and all of this could be for us. Mm-hmm. And as we were talking, I was like, that's it. The invitation into my kids' realities and worlds, I wouldn't, I would have parented on autopilot. I knew what to care about. I would have let them, but we are in it together. Yeah. and that's the other thing I really, really want parents to hear and know: when your if your kid is on social media, and it's not just social media, this can happen in text threads. It can happen. That's right. Pay yeah. attention. Pay attention. When something seems off with your kid, something has happened. Okay. Yep. And yep. don't don't. Do what so many of us did, and be like, "Oh, they're teenagers; they're going through hard times. What they're dealing with is unlike anything that we've imagined." And having enough space and a kind of a shame-free zone to to be like, "What happened? Are yeah. you? Did you get your feelings hurt? Mm. Do you want to talk?" But just to be sensitive to something yeah. probably has happened.
0: Yeah. Mm. I like that. And in, in le- leaning in—the older they get—is not the time to lean out. The older oh they my get gosh. time to lean in, and that's what, um, unfortunately, sometimes we experience is that you know, in elementary school, I'm really involved. And, and when they get in the middle school, where they get the years of, you know, I'm I don't really like to be around my parents, <laughs> they kind of embarrass me, and they, you know, know what's good. And, and that's that's really a time to lean in, especially um, middle school, but it doesn't change in high school, Mm-mm. it doesn't change. The, the idea that I'm giving, handing over the keys to the car, that doesn't mean I hand over the keys to social media or, or whatever it is, um, because their identity is still being developed.
1: Well, and yeah. we, we again can't project onto our kids what we got to sure. experience. Yeah. They aren't navigating that same world. They need people who are older than them to help them through the stuff that it's not that we know, but at least we can offer them a little bit more experience and care and that you're not alone that you're not alone in this
2: yeah and i like what you said about leaning in leaning in with the intention to not only hear but to actually respond and i think that's such a big thing of and not to respond in a way that shows that i'm freaked out or i'm alarmed or i'm going to run the other way and never ask again but let's process through this together let's work through this together as a team so i feel like you've given us and all of these parents' incredible wisdom and advice. Um, the last thing we wanted to ask you was, what encouragement do you have per, for parents? Yes, in regards to to boundaries and um, what to do, maybe or not to do in regards to social media, but just encouragement, I think, in general too, um, parents, so that those who are feeling really discouraged, those who are feeling. Um, like they're just battling this huge wall of unknown, um, the ones that look to the right or the left and feel like, well, I can't share about what I saw or what my kids shared because no one can relate to this. Um, what would you say to parents?
1: I, I will say you are the most important person in your kid's life, which we said earlier, but you can't hear it enough <laughs> because you it's very easy to feel like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter what I do. Um, I would also say don't be afraid to be the parent. Do not let your, your child does not have a right to a phone. Um, Your child doesn't have a right to social media. Like if, take, take back your right if it's time for that to be gone for a week or a month, or you've introduced it too early and it needs to go away. Um, Most people say after about three days without having a phone, like they're almost completely like, what did I not like about my life? Like, Three thirty-six hours. Oh. Um, so, if if your kid is going through something,
0: mm-hmm.
1: don't be afraid to take away their phone. And that's not a consequence. It is alleviating that responsibility from their life, so that they can give themselves mm. the it's care free- and it's freedom. Attention. Really, it's freedom. It is giving freedom. So. You are the parent. Be remember, it was not an accident that God gave you this child. It's not an accident that we are parenting through this time in history. Like for such a time as mm. this, we mm. are here, and don't be afraid to take that role of leadership in your kid's life.
0: That's even, good. That's even
1: even if, especially if it's counterculture.
0: Mm. Yeah, I love that. I love I love this conversation. And I we said it earlier that. Um in a conversation we had off the podcast, is that even in the, this season of tr- twenty twenty um uh, we've got a model of behavior that we want to see in our yeah. kids and 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 I want my little girl um it, what am I teaching her and i I ask this question is she better off as a result of watching me live twenty twenty uh, such a good question to ask us uh, ourselves this question and how am I guiding her in that process? what is my what does my screen time tell her, Yeah, you know, in, in all of this, this conversation. Um, yeah. So thank you so much. Oh my gosh.
1: You guys are amazing. <laughs> thank You're you amazing. for everything that you contributed and for inviting me.
0: Yes. This is such a, we're going to continue to have this conversation. Yes, We want to have you back and to be able to continue I this conversation. Wait. And I
1: can't wait to hear the next, the, the teenagers and yeah, the parents. So yeah. So that's, I that's it. wait to hear. That's
0: a great lead in. So this is going to be a, uh, three four part series we don't know but we're going to invite some teenagers to have a conversation with our i love it social media conversation so i'd love to hear their perspective and get a couple parents in here um who have navigated this as well so thank you so much jenny Jenny. we appreciate all that you you do thank you so much hey guys thank you for listening to this week's episode of making history we really enjoyed talking to jenny about how our mental health is affected by our use of social media.
1: So for show notes and links to additional resources to help your family navigate social media and technology, just visit rollinghills.church slash History, And be sure to subscribe right now in Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app to be notified as soon as the next episode is ready.
0: Look, we are excited about our Mm -hmm. next episode because we'll chat with parents of high school students to get their take on what families have experienced, what their family has experienced, boundaries that they've set for their teenagers and what they wish they had known sooner. So we'll see you then.